Welcome into your Friday edition of Montana at noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your weather command forecast for the rest of your Friday, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of thunderstorms, high 65 to 70. Northeast winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, partly cloudy. Patchy fog after midnight. Lows around 40. Southeast winds up to 10 miles an hour, shifting to the southwest after midnight. Saturday, sunny. High 70 to 75. South winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, increasing to 10 to 20 miles an hour in the afternoon. Saturday night, partly cloudy in the evening, then becoming mostly cloudy. Lows 45 to 50. Southeast winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Sunday, mostly cloudy. High 75 to 80. South winds 10 to 15 miles an hour. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain. Lows around 50. Monday, mostly cloudy, chance of rain showers and slight chance of thunderstorms. High 75 to 80. 40% chance of precipitation. Monday night, mostly cloudy, 50-50 chance of thunderstorms. Lows around 50. Tuesday, mostly cloudy, chance of rain showers and slight chance of thunderstorms. High 70 to 75, 50-50 chance of precipitation. Tuesday night and Wednesday, cooler with rain showers likely and slight chance of thunderstorms. Lows 45 to 50, high 60 to 65, 70% chance of precipitation. Wednesday night and Thursday, rain showers likely and slight chance of thunderstorms. Lows 40 to 45, highs 55 to 60, 70% chance of precipitation. The Fort Belknap Indian community has announced that they are conducting drive-through slash walk-through COVID-19 testing this weekend in order to ensure the health and safety of residents. This service is being offered in partnership with the Governor's Office, the Montana National Guard, the Fort Belknap Indian Health Service, and the Blaine County Health Department. On Friday, May 15th, testing is available in Hayes at St. Paul's Mission School from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. On Friday, May 15th and Saturday, May 16th, testing is available in Fort Belknap Agency from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Horse Capture Park. Testing is offered to all Blaine County residents, tribal and non-tribal, as well as neighboring Fort Belknap communities. This includes the communities of Haver, Dodson, Harlem, and Chinook. Gas cards will be provided, one per vehicle, while supplies last to help those being tested pay for travel expenses. Test results for those who undergo the viral self-swab procedure can be expected back within about 72 hours. Those being tested do not need an ID but will have to fill out a questionnaire. Indian Health Service is still conducting tests anytime. If you feel you may need to be tested and are unable to make the drive-through testing, please contact 353-3100 at Fort Belknap Agency or 673-3777 in Hayes. United Way of Hill County was able to donate about $76,000 to their 10 funded partners this year. United Way Executive Director Delana Malone said they raised $16,000 more this year than last year and were especially excited to distribute these funds during such a hard time. It was so nice to be able to give that to them now when some of them are really feeling the effects of COVID-19. So it made us all feel good and we really couldn't do it without the support of our community and their donation to us through our annual campaign. So it was a good year. Malone said this money was happily distributed to their 10 local partners. We were able to donate to Salvation Army, Food Bank, Family Planning, Feed My Sheep, Senior Citizens, Meals on Wheels, the Adult Education at HRDC, DUI, Drug Court, Domestic Abuse, and CASA. 
Malone said this funding came from their annual campaign and from grants thankfully received from Northwestern Energy and the Dennis and Phyllis Washington Foundation. To donate or for more information about upcoming events, call 265-6561. Children, Families, Health and Human Services Interim Committee called their online meeting to order Monday, May 11th. During the meeting, the committee discussed seniors and long-term health care. Montana Chapter and Alzheimer's Association Public Policy Director Hannah Van Hoos stated that nationwide Alzheimer's disease is increasing significantly. Van Hoos said, quote, The majority of seniors in care facilities have some type of cognitive impairment, end quote. Riverstone Health Vice President Barbara Schneeman, whose mother and father were both diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease, stated that states should provide funding and incentives for this training because, quote, as Montanans age, it is imperative that we have a dementia-capable workforce, end quote. The community will review and decide what path to take at their next meeting in June. For one year only, Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks is turning to online courses for all students. Because in-person courses are not feasible under Phases 1 and 2 of Montana's reopening plan, FWP will cover the online tuition fees for all Montana residents until the state reaches Phase 3. The courses are available to Montana residents who are at least 12 years old by January 16, 2021. Students who will still be 10 or 11 years old before that date will not have an option for an online class. Instead, those students can hunt as an apprentice this year. The online courses include text, videos, and interactive scenarios to engage students. Students need to pass a final test to qualify for a certificate. When the state moves to Phase 2, there may be additional options for hunter and bow hunter education. In Phase 3, FWP will discontinue the online-only option and again offer traditional in-person classroom courses. In the absence of a requirement for a field course for online courses in Phases 1 and 2, FWP encourages parents or hunting partners to work and practice safe firearm and archery equipment handling with new hunters and bow hunters. FWP has also added a new virtual field course component to the online curriculum for hunter education students. To take the online courses, students can register at fwp.mt.gov education hunter. For more information, contact your local FWP office or call 444-9947. Turning to state news, authorities in south-central Montana say they have taken suspects into custody following two Friday morning homicides. Yellowstone County Sheriff Mike Linder says there is no indication of any connection in the two cases. Linder says a man was taken into custody following the reported killing of an adult woman at a trailer court in Ballantyne, about 25 miles east of Billings. Earlier in the morning, Billings police reported a 33-year-old man died from gunshot wounds following a shooting on the west side of the city. A 62-year-old man was taken into custody for suspected deliberate homicide. The Crow Indian Reservation in southeastern Montana has extended its stay-at-home order to curtail the spread of COVID-19 and has received more than $25 million in coronavirus relief aid. The AP reports the tribe's stay-at-home order has been extended to June 15th. Tribe Executive Branch Chairman Alvin A.J. Not Afraid first issued the order on March 28th. It was scheduled to expire Thursday. The Crow Tribe has also received money to fund personal protective equipment, testing kits, tribal government response efforts, and infection prevention and mitigation plans.
New unemployment claim numbers in Montana dropped again last week after more coronavirus restrictions were eased and many restaurants, bars, and other establishments reopened. But uncertainty still looms over the state's economy as summer tourism season approaches. Montana processed more than 3,400 new unemployment claims for the week ending May 9th. That's down 25% from the previous week, but is almost 500% higher than the same period in 2019. The next wave of commercial reopenings comes today. Movie theaters, museums, museums, and gyms are able to resume business under restrictions. The state reported no new cases of COVID-19 Thursday, but four new cases have been reported Friday, all from Bighorn County, bringing the total to date to 466 confirmed cases. A new public health advocacy organization in Montana is targeting the needs of rural and native communities responding to the novel coronavirus pandemic. The AP reports the nonprofit We Are Montana was started by Cora Newman, a public health expert who ran for U.S. Senate earlier this year. The organization will serve as a public health information and training hub for rural and native communities in the state. Newman says rural and native communities remain at acute risk in part because of existing challenges around sufficient access to health care, the prevalence of pre-existing conditions, and a lack of economic resources that come with their own host of health side effects. A California man has pleaded guilty to a single count of blackmail stemming from efforts to extort money from Montana businessman Michael Gogan. The AP reports Brian Greg Waterfield Nash entered the plea in U.S. District Court in Missoula. Court documents say Nash targeted the Whitefish resident in a steadily escalating campaign to extort money from Gogan. Prosecutors accepted the plea in exchange for dismissing multiple charges of interstate stalking and interstate communication with the intent to extort. Prosecutors recommended a five-year probationary sentence for Nash, who is free on supervised release prior to an August 7th sentencing hearing. Access to the southern half of Yellowstone National Park will resume Monday by way of Wyoming. Park officials are also talking with Montana officials about reopening the rest of the park following a seven-week closure because of the coronavirus. Superintendent Cam Shawley announced the partial reopening Wednesday as several national parks begin or prepare to open at President Donald Trump's urging. Complicating Yellowstone's reopening, Wyoming recently lifted a 14-day self-quarantine order for out-of-state visitors on non-essential business, but one remains in place in Montana. Shawley nonetheless describes Yellowstone's approach as a good way to prepare for social distancing. Turning to regional news... North Dakota health officials say the number of positive tests for the coronavirus in the state's hotspot dropped for the second straight day. A report released Friday showed 43 new positive tests in Cass County, which leads the state with 1,032 cases. One of the two deaths reported Friday was a Cass County man in his 90s with underlying health conditions. The state says 2,310 tests were completed in the last day, including 1,404 individuals who were tested for the first time. The Red River Valley COVID-19 Task Force has been conducting repeat tests, mostly in the Fargo area. A congressional watchdog agency has agreed to investigate the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs oversight of homes for aging veterans following a surge of coronavirus deaths at the state-run facilities. The Government Accountability Office said in a letter Thursday it will conduct a review into the VA's oversight of care at state veterans' homes after a request by a group of Democratic senators. U.S. Senators Elizabeth Warren and Ed Markey of Massachusetts, Bob Casey of Pennsylvania, and John Tester of Montana asked the watchdog earlier this month to look into the VA and state's roles in ensuring veterans get proper care at the homes. 
Police have identified the victim of a homicide in Minot. Authorities say a relative is in custody for the fatal shooting of 21-year-old Jordan Parisian. He was shot on the city's southwest side shortly before 8 p.m. Wednesday. Parisian was rushed to Trinity Hospital, where he died a short time later. Police say they've arrested a 22-year-old male relative who had a confrontation with the victim before the shooting. The suspect was taken to the Ward County Jail and is being held on a possible murder charge. Alberta reported 50 new cases of COVID-19 and one more death due to the illness on Thursday. The latest death was of a resident at a continuing care center in the Calgary area. The total number of cases in Alberta is now 6,457. 5,205 people have recovered, 121 have died. Meanwhile, in Saskatchewan, they are reporting more cases of COVID-19 in the northern area of Lalash. The province says there are four new cases in the area, along with one in the Regina region. The government has banned non-essential travel to the northern area because of an outbreak of the illness in and around Lalash. The province says 210 of its 582 cases are in the far north. So far, 398 people in Saskatchewan have recovered from COVID-19, and six have died. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat is $4.11. Spring wheat is $4.68. For Blaine County, winter wheat is $4.01. Spring wheat is $4.63. For Liberty County, winter wheat is $4.16. Spring wheat is $4.68. For Shoto County, winter wheat is $4.11. Spring wheat is $4.68. And for Phillips County, winter wheat is $3.96. Spring wheat is $4.58. And that does it for your Friday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Friday, stay safe out on the roads, and make sure to do your part to help flatten the curve.